To another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, um, I've got uh, the R&B singer-songwriter Sean Sison. Is that right? Um, Sison. 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 Everyone says that. Sison. Yes. Sison. Sure. Yeah. Uh, his last uh, new, uh, his latest new singles, uh, "Without You," with uh, featuring Raya Rivera. Shout out Raya, as well as "I Like You." I wasn't lying. Uh, are available. Oh, lie, yeah. I, I, I would not lie. Um, <laughs> uh, they're available streaming everywhere. Uh, his full-length album, Bloom, uh, from 2017, is also out. Um, so, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about his artistry and why he does everything that he does. So, Sean, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. For cool. sure. How's uh, your day going so far? Um, did a little chores a little around the house, you know, clean up. I worked earlier today, so I could definitely use a Bone and Viv hard seltzer. Where's that sponsorship? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, like every Saturday, my parents would like have us do chores all the time, which I never got. Like, sure. why is it on a Saturday? Why not like Sunday? Yeah. Or, like, during the week, but they work and stuff. But like, cheers, man. Saturday always seemed like a weird day. Mm. That. Yeah, but now I just adopted that habit. Yeah, so it's like it's been just like instilled in you. Yeah. So now Saturdays is the day to do all that shit. Yeah. Which is Sunday for most people, I yeah, would say. Yeah, it should be. It definitely should be. Yeah. For me, I'd say it's just whenever it yeah. builds up and I need to do something about it. So, mm-hmm. like, when I've got dishes to do, laundry, or, um, you know, it, it basically when it when it's, like, too noticeable and it's been on my mind, I'm yeah. like, okay. It could be any day of the week, but I just need to get this done today. You got, uh, how many roommates do you have? Uh, Uh, my roommate is, um, it's a mom and her daughter. So, yeah, so, but they're kind of like a package deal, Uh I would say. They share the same kitchen? Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they have a bunk bed. There's no, like, issues with, uh, like, dishes or anything? Like, you know, it's all good? No, we're, we're pretty, uh, we're pretty good about it so far. Uh, I kind of try to just clean my shit that I use. Um. Yeah. When I lived with people, I would like I had like one set of like utensils, like one plate, one mm-hmm. bowl, one cup. Yeah. I was like all the same color, just one, and I just like use this. And yeah. I, the only thing I do. So if there's anything else in the like in the sink, I'd be like, that shit was mine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it keeps it simple. Yeah. That's how you know. Like, okay, well, I know that this was me and this wasn't me. You know, and so that's mm-hmm. that's kind of like. But also, there would be yeah. times where I would like do like not use those and then like I don't know because if they're watching this I don't want them to be like uh, but yeah no I, I did not do a lot of dishes at some points so. yeah I it wasn't uh, it was not something I really like was good about until I moved into somebody in with somebody that was like that I didn't know like I found her on Craigslist and like before I was living with like my best friends and you know like we kind of just you know we were in college, we were lazy, we weren't the cleanest, but yeah. now that I'm living with somebody who's actually like settled here, mm-hmm. and like, I'm getting my life started yeah. as an adult, like. This is a nice spot too, I like this, I like the little paintings on the wall, or like the pictures on the walls and stuff. Appreciate so. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a cute River Westy spot. Uh, yeah, um, but, um, but I'd like to think that, you know, we 
we have a nice little setup here. We want to keep it. It's very fragile, so we can't keep it like we have to keep it tidy, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, so so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we uh, examine love and fear through our creative and passionate minds. Um, and uh, I first met you at Company Brewing mm -hmm. in March. Uh, you performed a set with um, Mike Kellogg. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jay Lamo yeah. was there that night, mm -hmm. and then uh, Jane Joyce Jane as well. Joyce, yeah. yeah, and it was a really fun show. That was fun. That was a fun night. Yeah, um, but uh, I talked to you um, after I talked to you for breaking entering and uh, heard about your process, and I, I definitely like you strike me as a pretty unique person um, making music out here because. Um, I think that, you know, people like to say it's like a, a cliche, like, thing to say where it's like, oh, I move in silence. But, like, you actually kind of do because, like, you don't perform too much. You spend mm -hmm. most of your time, like, in the studio, like, sort of perfecting your craft, like, in, like, an introverted setting rather mm -hmm. than, like, performing out too much. Yeah. So I, I thought that that was, like, definitely stuck out to me about you, like, because you don't perform too often, but when you do, it is always a great treat. Um, so, uh, just to get into, just to start, I guess, uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about, um, how you really started finding music as, like, the creation of music as, like, your creative outlet. Yeah, um, I mean, I always loved music, um, my dad's a drummer and been a drummer for a while in, like, different bands and stuff, um, so growing up, I'd, like, always go to his shows and stuff, like, always in that environment on the weekends and stuff, he'd always be playing at Summerfest, so, like, chilling in backstage Summerfest all the time, all through my youth. Um, my mom is a great like piano player and singer and stuff, but she wasn't like super music involved, it was more so my dad, but she got me into um, like piano lessons mm -hmm. and stuff, like that violin lessons and stuff. So, um, and then she was the one that's kind of like, um, like making me practice and stuff and like doing shit I don't want to do but makes me better. Um, so I like that, and like writing my own music, it was really like high school, like girlfriends and stuff, like a breakup, mm -hmm. and then like I want to write about shit, um, so I just like write songs about like a breakup or something, yeah. or like how much I like someone yeah. or something, or like... Which seems like a recurring uh, theme in a lot of your exactly, songs. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's really hard for me not to write about like a girl or something, or like a love experience or something like that, um, which is another point, but yeah, it was just really just from that, and then I I really liked playing like piano and writing songs on the piano, um, and then that turned into like electronic music, because then I can play these songs on the piano just on a smitty, and then put that into software, and then change that into like synths and whatever I want and then add drums and stuff so it's, I made like EDM music first mm. but they were trash <laughs> and it was on SoundCloud uh -huh. but like everyone at my school was guessing it up so I was like hey I'm gonna keep making this but um sure, yeah. yeah and then it was just like making beats that turned into making beats um and then my homies would like rap on it uh I have a really good friend Ray Ruland who like was one of the first people that was rapping on my beats and we, he's still on my beats, I don't make all his beats still and he's super fire, he just like put out a song yesterday, Friday the 13th. Awesome. Um, great song, I produced it. Um, What's it called? 
Um, it's called Eternal Sunshine. Awesome. Cover art's really fire. Uh -huh. um, yeah, it's really good. We should, uh, we, we'll listen to it. Oh, later. for sure, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, so him and then Tyler Merritt, who I also still, and like Ali Shana, we all, like, we're in this collective called um, PTG, Pop the Globe. Nice. And Pop the Globe. Yeah, and so we just rapped. Me and Ray lived together in, like, a one-bedroom one apartment in, like, Greendale. And, like, <laughs> I had the bedroom, he had, like, the living room, and, like, just, like, it was like five hundred dollars a month to pay, so we like two fifty each. So like barely working, like just making like beats and rapping and like getting mm -hmm. drunk all all day. Hey, that's I mean that's a decent situation for like what you're trying to do. Yeah, you know. No, yeah. but that but that helped me a lot. Um, like learning logic, learning my software, learning like how all these different how to use effects properly and stuff like just the bare like just learning a lot that was like learning mm -hmm. and like form and structure and like how to use auto-tune in a good cool way yeah um so that was all really cool and then um and i was never writing my like singing on my own music at first because i was really like um like weird about like my own voice or yeah something. yeah i start you know everyone just feels that way i feel like but um I was like, uh, I kind of want to write on my own music because I'd be making beats that were like kind of soft and like really cool to me because it was like really beautiful stuff, but it wasn't like hitting like like hard, um, and so no one wanted to rap on them and stuff. I was mm -hmm. like, these are really cool beats, so I might as well just like sing on them. Like, yeah, it was slow, kind of cool songs and stuff, um, and that was the start of Bloom. Um, in that apartment, I would be writing these songs like at six in the morning like in my bedroom like just chilling writing these songs about girls about like i was really religious at that time too so a lot of that stuff is like if we yeah it's all like pretty much about like religion and kind of stuff which is was cool to me at the time um kind of like hiding that in there in like a unique way yeah. is it still um my music uh not really um the last song uh, that's out the latest one that, that's about God is like, um, what is it called? Break Me Down. Oh, okay, Where sure. I'm like, Break Me Down, Down, and whatever. But that, that's all about like, talking to like, a higher power, being mm -hmm. like, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, no, but most of it now is just about, yeah, not about that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But, uh, so yeah, I started writing to my own music and recording it, and I would, go to free space because oh, yeah. everyone was at free space um, that I wanted to like talk to and know. Um, so I'd go to free spaces and stuff uh, and meet up with these different people. I somehow got Mike Kellogg Carson's uh, Snapchat from my friend Tombo because um, me and Tombo used to make music all the time back then too, Ian Tischler. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. So uh, I got his, I think I got Carson's Snapchat from him and then like I just randomly like snapchatted Carson like a song that I was playing and it was it turned out to be um on Bloom fuck what was it what's it called uh the one that he's on him and Ron are on oh yeah yeah um, yeah sure we'll be alright yeah um so that turned and that was that song it was That's just like cool. my hook yeah. that I so I just snapchatted in my hook um and he like snapchatted me back and was like what's your like email or whatever send this to me email it to me so I emailed it to him 
And then he, his story is that like he was in Florida or something on vacation. He was just like chilling on the beach and shit, listening to the song and shit, because there's like water in the background of the beat, and then he's on the beach and shit. There's water and everything. It's cool. So that kind of like the environment really helped me get that placement too. But now we're like homie. So I went over there and yeah, now we're like now we're just cooking up still all the time. Um, but that that's how that happened. And since that happened, he really brought me into like meeting other people like collecting like collabing with Ron and um like Raya and Raya well actually I brought him me and Raya have been homies we were in a band um but we were in a band together and me and Raya were like homies all the time she's and, great yeah me and Ali Ali uh like my friend Ali Shana who was in the round at that time um he got me to know Raya because he knew this other guy and her and Raya were like the start of this band, and then me and Ali just joined that band. Oh, sure, yeah. And yeah, so me and but me and Raya have been making music too um, for a long time, and then I introduced um, Raya to Carson. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, sure. Was, like, she is so reverse like, role, kind of. Kind of, yeah, but yeah. no, because I mean, her voice is crazy. You know? Oh yeah, it's insane. Like everyone needs to work with her. Oh yeah, for sure. Your your new song with her is great. Um, yeah, so, and then, um, we talked about this a little bit when I, uh, talked to you the first time, but your song Tonight popped out. Yeah, Tonight Pops, which was unexpected, um, it was, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It is really cool. Um, how, how did you react to that initially? Um, I was pretty stoked, um, of course, uh, like my friend just texted me and was like, Jerry was like, texted me one morning and was like, bro, have you checked your Spotify lately? I was like, no, why? He's like, and this was like before it had like 100,000, but it was like overnight it had like 30,000 or something mm -hmm. randomly. This was like around Thanksgiving or something two years ago. And um, I was like, damn, hell yeah. And then ever since then, every day, it's been like bouncing up, bouncing up. So it just got, well, now it's going down a little bit, but yeah, it got put on like a playlist, a couple playlists, mm -hmm. or, so that's, that's cool. I need to get as many playlists as I want. Like I slid more. Oh yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, um, and like your your music has like uh, there's a lot of sensuality to it. Like with your voice and your style of of production, like it is very like a lot of like modern slow jam material, and like it's it's good with like uh, really evoking like a feeling, mm -hmm. but also it's you know it's danceable too. So like I mean there's there is like I really like, uh, I like the way you sort of like juxtapose both things where it's like people can like, you know, vibe out and dance to this in a club, yeah, but, but they, right, but they can also like really, you know, think critically about, you know, their own relationships and their own mm -hmm. experience of love. Yeah. As they like when, when I'm writing a lot, I like to like think about like relative, like how relatable it is. Cause like the more relatable it is, like the more people will like it because it's like they can feel themselves in it. Um, so um, like it's really that and like just like thinking a lot about like like how, I don't know, it's like it's just a vibe. And um, yeah. so the like juxtapose like kind of, I saw that a lot like there was a song by Hollywood Undead that was like uh, over the edge, uh, no, no. it was like a really like happy like if you just, if you couldn't understand English, it was like a really happy pop song, like dun, mm -hmm. dun, uh, guitars and shit, super cold, um, 
but it's all about suicide. Like it's all like the whole song is about like killing yourself, um, literally. And so I was like, that's really cool. Like this sounds super happy, but it's really dark. Like the the lyrics. So like that kind of thing uh -huh. is like it can sound really. It can sound one way, and then having it be like the opposite way. Yeah, it's like kind of really cool. Kind of reminds me of like pumped up kicks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a very dark song thematically about like a school shooting. Yeah, but. It's an upbeat, like, pop song. Um, yeah, no, definitely, like, and that, that's, like, just the cool, like, versatility that comes with the craft of music is that you can really, like, put that sensory experience you get with the instrumentation where it might sound upbeat or it might sound sad or it might be, like, you know, what you would... It's, like, the the tempo and the, the, the tone and, like, the... You know, just the, the yeah. general, like, um, instrumentation might, you know, make you feel a certain way that could be completely different yeah. than the lyrical exactly. content, which yeah. is, which is a really, like, awesome thing. Like, I think that, like, that's true, like, just versatile musicianship when artists can do that. Yeah, and it's like, um, like, like, phrasing or, like, when, like, if you have a sentence that's really kind of dark but halfway through the sentence it sounds like it could be like happy like I'm thinking of an example I don't know but like if you start saying that at the end of like a sentence like the first part of it and then it comes in at the happy part but that's really like mm -hmm. the second part of the sentence but then like that's when the downbeat is and that's like the like when the beat hits people are gonna automatically think that's like the it's happy because it's yeah. just the second part of and like but that's what you hear but it's really not. And really, people don't really even... might take them a couple of times to listen to, like, a song before they even, like, really listen to, like, the lyrics and stuff. They're just kind of, like, listening to it and being like, hey, is this cool? Like, yeah. What are they listening to? Yeah, because, like, I think that there's two, there's two different ways that people, like, have their initial reactions to music. It just depends on how your brain works. Like, mm -hmm. you could notice the, the music and, you know, the... the production and instrumentation first mm -hmm. or you can notice the lyrics first I've always noticed the music first Same. like I've always sort of if I can if I really am captivated by the way a song sounds and the way like you know the uh, just um, the, just the way like I find myself really grooving to something or really liking the like the the palette of us the musical palette of a song. I will, like, then be more inclined afterward, after that, to yeah. hear and explore the lyrics. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of have to really, like, enjoy the song musically before I can really, like, um, before, like, I find myself exploring, like, the lyrics and the, the verses and the, yeah. you know, like, what the song actually, like, uh, I, I feel emotionally Yeah, means. I feel the same way. Like, it's always, like, the, the music... Um, like the the different sound, like what sounds are they using, and if it sounds cool, and like the chord progressions and stuff, and like the yeah. melodies. Um, and so now, like when I'm writing new stuff, that's um, I'm kind of like I'll have the beat where I want it for the time, and then I'll just kind of like off whatever I feel at that moment. I'll I won't even say words. I'll just like hum and like do whatever. Uh, do a little melody of what I want the vo vocal to sound like. And then I'll just do that, throw auto tune on it, and I like edit it, just listen to it, and whatever sounds cool, 
keep that and then I'll just put words to that melody I already wrote because mm -hmm. like it's like kind of reverse it, not even reverse engineering. I feel like a lot of people do that, but that's the way to do it, I think. Yeah. To make it sound as, like as best and as cool as you can. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, so like, I guess like uh, on that topic, um, yeah, like uh, what have you been working on lately? Like, uh, you know, I know that like we mentioned earlier, you know, you've been dropping some singles. Are they hinting towards a bigger project you're working oh, on? Yeah. Um, so these are all kind of like, like uh, I Like You, I Was In Line was the first one, and then uh, the one with Raya. That, yeah, those are both um, singles off like this project I'm coming out with called Good and Bad, um, which is kind of like the, like a kind of, the, the whole vibe of that is like good and bad of like a relationship and kind of like life, like this podcast even, like this, right. like the name of this the podcast. The love and fear, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's all good and bad, and that's like kind of like my whole vibe about like life in general, like it's all like a balance and stuff. Um, so, yeah, and so it's all about that, and so I Like You, I Wasn't Lying is like a bad part, kind of, of a relationship where it's like, uh, I like you, I really do, but... I don't want to be with you anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and the one with Raya, without you, is like the opposite. Where it's like, I really love you, and if I'm not there, if I don't, if I'm not with you, like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, I I want to be with you all the time and shit. So like the whole project is kind of like these battling between these two, like those like those two pros and cons yeah. of sorts. Yeah. And I, and that that's this project and uh, Bloom. It's all like every song is kind of different genre, but like the feeling that it gives you is the same. Mm -hmm. So that's like what makes me feel like it's part of the same project. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is awesome. Because um, like. That's kind of like another way, another different way you're working within your means, because like a lot of albums might be very like instrumentally or um, or mm -hmm. stylistically yeah, similar, but those songs will all be about different things. Mm -hmm. But um, but that's cool that you know you're all, despite what you might be like uh, constructing like sonically, you are working towards like the same you know, underlying th theme, theme yeah. which is cool. Um, and it's also like, I think that, you know, I, I love that this good and bad concept you're working with. Cause like, I think that we constantly, um, you know, it's sort of that back and forth battle we have, like not only with our romantic relationships, mm -hmm. but all interpersonal relationships, exactly. all major decisions we have to make for ourselves in life is like based on that that good and bad and like sure you might have like pros that outweigh the con that might outnumber the cons or vice versa but it's also about like you know how like the weight each pro and each con has you know you might only have like two pros and five cons but are those two pros so profound yeah, and yeah, so outstanding and just so like um, visceral that really like keeps you, you know, that they their impact outweighs all of those cons yeah, and no keeps you what, in that situation. It, it exactly. Um, yeah, and also like different parts in your life and for different people, different people's 
different people can have different goods and bads, you know? Right, yeah. Which is interesting. Um, and also, like, maybe we're being, I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, different points in your life, you'd be like, oh, it's really good if I have, like, some money because I want to, like, buy, uh, like, a bottle. I want to, like, buy, like, some weed or some shit, and I want to, like, get fucked up. Um, that's really good at that point. And it's like, oh, that's really good. This is the good. It's bad to, like, do your shit. And then other points in your life, you grow up a little and you're like, uh, it's good to, like, not... It's good to do the other shit, and the other stuff is bad now. Like, getting fucked up and everything. Right. As much, super a lot, like, all the time. is like, now it's like, oh, I'm in a bad place now. When right, the yeah. other time in your life, you're like, that's a good... Yeah, right. The, the, the priorities you're at with, or what is what's important to you at that point in time in your life or like what or like uh where you're deriving meaning from in life which i think when we're younger it may be a lot more easy to find that instant uh gratification Mm -hmm. or reward um pleasure through like like getting fucked up all the time and fucking around and doing a bunch of dumb shit, yeah. but as you get older and you know you find yourself with more responsibilities, you find your <laughs> you find your you know the the um, impending uh, fate of you know the the decisions that you make mm-hmm. uh, affect everything around it aff- you. Yeah, exactly. Everyone, yeah. Right. You're like okay, well. Maybe I need to shift what my priorities are, uh, not get fucked up as much, mm-hmm. and work to like actually like you know, you know, work towards a passion I have, or work towards a goal I have, or just not do anything I can to not be stagnant. Yeah, um, which is something I think that people like us in our twenties, we like we're really really transitioning with right now. Mm-hmm. So that's that's some real shit. Like. Especially with relationships and, like, you know, what we want versus, like, what we, like... What's good for, like, the collective or, like, for the the relationship as a whole. Yeah, or, like, what we are in love with the idea of versus what we're in love with, like, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that we we struck with that a lot. So, I think that that's that's a great... That's a great... um, uh, topic to be exploring, like, you know, that will resonate a lot with people that are kind of in the same place in life that, you know, a lot of us are in our 20s, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's awesome. Uh, do you have, like, a sort of, like, um, I guess, where are you at with the project now? Um, it's all written, and I have, like, all the demos. Most of it's done. Um, I have a couple, like, two songs that I want to, like, I have one song that I have to like go in and like record and like record it. Um, but other than that, it's it's done. There's just like little tweaks. Um, it's been done for a while. I've got like singles and stuff after that too. Um, me and Carson have a song coming out called Need You, which is gonna be fire. My next single for this project is um, coming out the 27th. It's called uh, I Can't Let You Go. Awesome. Which is fire. I'll show you in shit after this. But, Sweet. Um, I'll show you a bunch of shit if you want. But well, I would love to hear what you've been got going on, man. I love your music, so I'm excited to see where you keep growing with it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, the the project's done. It's really cool. There's a there's like an acoustic song on there where it's just acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I th- I've laid down ba- like I'm playing the bass and shit. I bought a bass. Oh no! Nice. Basses are fire. Basses like, are bass of the sided is like my favorite it's, instrument. It's crazy band. like how funk how like the mood changes instantly um, when you like use like, a real bass instead of like a like a su- like eight oh eight or like a sub bass or like some electronic. I mean electronic sounding basses they sound super cold, but it's if you're not looking for that sound. A real bass, it's it's insane. Mm. And I was I was listening to a Bonnie Bear song or Bonnie Bear, Bon Iver, however you say it. Bonnie Bear, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was listening to one of his songs. Uh, I think it was Michigan or something. And I was just listening to it, and I was listening to the bass. I was like, this is insane. And like different bass lines, you can't do that with like an 808 because it sounds like weird and interrupted, and it like hits like fr- like makes wobbles and shit when it doesn't hit the red frequencies and shit. But on a real bass, you can like get high and like be melodic with the bass instead of just like doing root notes and shit which is uh like what i wanted to do a lot so i got a bass i listened to that song went to uh music around bought a bass um and so i've been experimenting with bass a lot getting awesome. funky and shit really cool. cool that's awesome i have a song where i'm like playing the real drums and shit because i was one time atc and so i like there's like free studio times and stuff like on fridays or something in there so i brought this song in i was the only person there um, and me and the instructor were just like, we mic'd up a kit, um, it's like a legit studio, we mic'd up a kit with a bunch of nice microphones, um, and just fucking recorded some drums, and it was fire. Awesome. So like, that's like an alternative song, um, there's a bunch of songs, there's like a, yeah, super cool. You were doing uh, some acoustic work also on yeah. I Like You, I Wasn't mm-hmm. Lying, yeah. yeah, um, so that's, yeah, that's awesome that you're you know continuing to innovate your sonic territory um so i want to also uh, we mentioned this earlier so like performing live like i guess like how come it hasn't really been a necessity for you too much uh in your careers thus far um i mean i want to play as much as i can i just really haven't had as many opportunities as i like um also i feel like i have to like perfect my set and it's like super stressful, like getting a set down that's interesting. Um, making us like turning the song, and then I have to like wait for um, Charles to send me a bunch of um, like waves, which he's super busy. Um, so I don't really also always get like all the, like the instrumentals and like these different parts of the song that I need all the time right away if I need them like the next day because I'm like, I have a show that's not gonna happen. So it's like I don't want to play a song where I'm just like, could literally just plug my phone in and then press play and then Mm -hmm. I'm singing over my own song which I do sometimes because that's like what I have to do and I hate that um I want to like take the piano out of some like songs take all my vocals out play the piano get like different chops chops I do that with like tonight and stuff I like chop it all up and everything a couple songs but um really like I don't know. I do want to play live. It's not that I hate on playing live or anything, but like the most important thing to me is just making good music. Like if I'm playing live all the time, I'm not going to have time to like make more music and create more music and stuff. Like I would rather spend that time like making songs that I can like put on Spotify and shit. Yeah, right. Which is totally respectable. I mean, yeah, like especially with your style of music too, like, mm-hmm. you know, you do have a lot of instrumental layers. So it will, I imagine, like, 
it does like take a little more time than like you know just like like a conventional band where everyone is playing their specific instrument. I mean, I'd like to do that too. I mean, I I want to do shows, but like, yeah, I, yeah, I just you know, I I don't have like the plugs to like connect up with or whatever. For sure. Well, I imagine that will be in store eventually. Like, mm -hmm. you'll start playing more. Um. Also, like I got like a better like, um, fan base from like the internet rather than like like Milwaukee people like so like so whatever like if I throw a show not it's not gonna be like packed and shit so yeah so yeah yeah totally man so yeah well um would you say like you work on music every day oh yeah um if I'm not making a song then like I'm at least like playing like guitar and piano or and stuff all the time um but yeah, I mean, I try to make stuff all the time whenever I whenever I can. It's just fun. But I mean, there's there's days when I don't when I don't do anything. But um, yeah, most of the time, like a lot of it is like chilling, watching TV or watching like YouTube, and I just have a guitar next to me. And whenever like I feel like it or I like, have an idea, I'll just grab the guitar and kind of sing out like this line that I had and then find the chords to it, or like if it's a melody, I'll find the melody on the guitar, and then I'll just riff with it a little bit, and if it's cool, like I'll voice memo it, and then later on that day or the next day, I'll go to the, like go in my room in like the studio and listen to these voice memos, and then whatever I fuck with, I'll just be like, all right, let's make that into like a beat or a song. And a lot of times it's just like, let's fucking, me and my homies, we all make music, so it's like hanging out and like having fun and drinking that, 99% of the time that just involves making music, so. That's so, awesome. Yeah. It's good to, I feel like that's like our, like, our way of like having your cake and eating it too, where like you're having fun and doing like social fun shit, but you're also like doing something that's like moving yeah. you forward yeah. as well. It's super cool. Like we'll like just have a laptop and then we'll like work on this idea and beat and like people will be getting fucked up back then whenever they feel like they want to join they'll be like all right let me let me take the fucking captain's spot right. and then we leave and then like right. it's just like kind of rotates and we're all working on like this collective thing me and tyler maybe do that all the time it's it's fun it's just like, I like to I like to drink on yeah. the show you know it's like we're having fun we're hanging out yeah but also like having a real conversation that involves like you know, involves the catalyst of doing so, and mm -hmm. also like when I'm covering shows for yeah. breaking and entering, like and it's productive. Love to drink and have fun, party, meet people, make friends, mm -hmm. but interviewing the artists afterwards too. You know, so like yeah. it's um it's a, it's best to merge like if you can find that way it's to like pleasure. right right exactly <laughs> yeah that merges. All right, Sean. Wow, my beard is getting bushy. Damn. I am the Bushmaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Sean, well, I really, it was great having you here uh, talking about your music and everything. I'm excited to see what you got coming up. Uh, so tell me, what keeps you up at night? Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Like, uh, kind of like... Um, I watch a bunch of shit. Cooking yeah. stuff, Mon Appetit, uh, yeah. some co like podcasts, uh, sure. you know, whatever. Mix of everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, YouTube is uh, it's vast. It's, you can do it anything you, anything you want to see is there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is true. Uh, what puts you to sleep though? Uh, porn. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've ever gotten that answer. Um, but 
I agree. It depends on the day, but sometimes for me as well. It helps. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Uh, so de definitely check out Sean's music, uh, his songs uh, Without You. Uh, I got a new song on the 27th coming out called uh, I Can't Let You Go. Sure. It'll probably be out by the time I get this yeah. out anyway. So, uh, But stay tuned. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.